even in the darkest moments, all that it takes is one good breath. All that it takes is speaking my truth. Hi there, I'm Kelly Tennant. This is Ceremony Wellness, where we integrate modern healing and ancient wisdom. After spending 13 years in a chronic health battle, I've made it my life's mission to support you on your healing journey. Each week, I gather with the leading voices in health, wellness, and spiritual development for rich conversations to help you heal deeply and create the life you've been longing for. My guests and I educate you on the latest healing remedies and alternatives to the traditional path. I've personally curated this space to elevate your mind, body, and spirit. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first day of it officially being Ceremony Wellness. Don't worry, you're in the right place. But I changed things up a little bit. Holla! I am so excited about this transition. This has been a long time coming. And my team and I have been working incredibly hard to make this seamless and also really tap into what it is that we are becoming as a show, as a brand, what my voice is now after doing the show for a few months, and how to best serve our community. I really enjoy responding to all of the messages and emails that I get and the phone calls that I'm on each week and giving you guys what it is that you need and answering the questions that you ask. And this is a really special day for me because we are tapping into where we're going. And the evolution of me as a person is now impacting the evolution of my brand and everything that I'm about. So I'm going to talk to you more about this transition and rebranding that we have gone through here. Formerly the platform, now Ceremony Wellness, and all of the things that that means. And I'm also going to be answering a bunch of questions that you guys have been submitting over the last few weeks, as well as talking about some of the shows that I am loving, other podcasts that I'm listening to, and people that I am just obsessed with and love for many reasons, and some of the things that have been going on with my health lately. So welcome to Ceremony Wellness. Let's get this thing started. When I created the platform initially, I came up with the name because I had to. (laughs) Not necessarily the best reason to come up with a name, but we were launching quickly. And every time I would ask someone what they thought of a name I had come up with, they didn't like it. They had a reason it didn't work. And so at the time, I was still very much into listening to what other people thought and letting that be my driving force and not hearing my own voice. And so that whole process was really me reaching outside of myself to other people for external validation or guidance, whatever it was. And so the platform became something that just worked for the time being. And it was broad enough that we could could go for it. But what has happened over the last year of my life, as many of you who have been with the show since we started is you know that I quit my job. I created this show. I've been creating different programs and online programs and trying to serve people in a variety of ways. And I've gotten a lot more spiritual and a lot more connected to who I am as a person. And I've learned to trust myself. And I've learned that being able to hear my voice is the most important thing I can do. And I don't need to reach outside myself for validation. 
anymore. It's just not necessary. And so within that, I realized that I created the platform so that I would have a platform for my voice. I didn't feel like I had one for a long time. I felt like it was sort of suppressed and it wasn't authentic to who I was. And as we were looking at changing the name to something that really resonated with me and was a culmination of where we are and where we're going, I think, as a whole, I started thinking through what really stood out to me. And we were going to go with a few different names. And I'll keep that out of this long story I'm telling you because it doesn't matter. But I asked my team if they would wait until after I went on a really special retreat in Santa Cruz to rename. And they thought that was a good idea because they felt like you're going to get some clarity. You're going to let go of some things, shed some stuff and really see what it is that you want to be and and how you want to serve and what that looks like. So that's what happened. I went to Santa Cruz for three days. I had an amazing ceremony with ayahuasca. And through that weekend, found a lot of clarity in different aspects of my life. But one of those things was what I was naming the show. And so, so much of what we do here is about having these ceremonies in your life or ways that you can gather with other people or creating a community so that you don't feel alone or finding people that really see you and hear you and support you and can hold space for you in a beautiful way without judgment. And so as I've brought this into my life more over the last year, I realized that's really what I wanted in my own life, but that's also what I want to create for other people. So that every week when you turn on this show or you see what we're doing on Instagram or you take one of our courses or you read our blog or our emails, you get this sense of being within a community that is truly holding you and supporting you and helping you grow and going to that next level. Whether that is because you have chronic illness or you're working through a relationship or you're trying to make a career change or you just really want to be more authentically you. Anything that that looks like for you, I want to support. And I chose the name Ceremony Wellness because it really defines what my life is now and the way I want to serve and how I want to step into the world. So I'm so excited to be sharing this evolution with you. And I am so grateful that you have been with us from the beginning, or if you're brand new and you're like, I don't even understand what's happening. Why is she talking about this? Don't worry about it. I got you. You will be fully caught up. I do recommend that if this is the first solo episode that you are hearing with me, that you go back and listen to my first two, um, opening up and perspective that I've done over the last couple months because it gives you just a better look at who I am, but where I've come from and how these changes have been made and what things are turning into. So yay, that's my story. And I think that a big takeaway for me that I wanted to share with you, I was talking with Kristen, one of the amazing women on my all-female team. I was talking to her this morning and I said, I'm recording this episode and you know, there's a lot of things I want to cover and one thing that has stood out to her that she really felt would be valuable for all of you to hear is the way we have gone about this. So as a perfectionist, as a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser, 
And she always laughs at me. She's like, perfectionist Kelly. (laughs) She calls me on it, which is great. But as a recovering perfectionist, it's important for me to be able to put work out into the world that is not perfect. So sometimes that's really hard to do. And so much of this rebrand and launching this has been, okay, well, that's not perfect. And I need this to look like this and this like that. And at the end of the day, what I've learned and what I want to share with you guys is that it doesn't have to look perfect for you to put something out in the world. So often some of the episodes that maybe drive me crazy because it didn't lay out perfectly or I didn't love my questions or it didn't go as planned actually turn out to be the most downloaded and loved episodes that we have because people don't resonate with perfect. That's not a thing that exists. And so if you put things out into the world that are just authentic and real and honest and come from a place of truth, whether it's good or bad, love or fear, it doesn't matter. Just putting yourself and your work out into the world in a real way, that's how you change the world. That's how you impact people. That's how you relate and show people that they're not alone. And there's a part of me that is scared to launch this because I think... There are people that are going to think I've gotten really woo-woo and kind of went off the deep end and what's happening with Kelly Tennant over there. But the other part of me knows that this show is attracting the right kind of people and the right kind of community. And I love really being myself. I love talking about crystals and pulling cards while also talking about the scientific side of research and the autoimmune protocol and using food as medicine and what functional medicine is and just all these different aspects of wellness that we can bring together to be our best selves. So I had to let go of putting out something perfect and putting out something that I felt like everyone would love because there's anything I've learned, especially being in TV for so long, it's that I'm not for everyone and not everyone's going to love it. But the beautiful thing is I've never felt more like myself. I've never felt more empowered, more like a goddess and a queen and a boss babe and all those things. And it feels really nice to be able to breathe in this space and to really take ownership over my life and my voice and confidently put that out into the world. So I have a feeling that'll resonate with some of you, especially those of you who are erring on the side of being a perfectionist. I urge you to let that go because... It's not serving you and it doesn't serve the world because sometimes we hide our gifts because we're so scared that we want to be perfect. And the world is a better place if you just show up as you and be you. So I mentioned a little bit about ayahuasca and I wanted to talk about it more. It's not something I'm going to get extensively into in this episode, but I did want to share a little bit about my experience and the reason why I went and did it. And yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So I went up to Santa Cruz and had a beautiful experience for three days sitting with ayahuasca. And I had the most incredible group of people I could have ever asked for. Not only the facilitators, but the healers that were present, as well as everyone else that was there to receive the medicine. And ayahuasca is for those of you who don't know, um, a plant medicine. So many people think that things like ayahuasca are psychedelics. I wouldn't characterize it as that. Um, It really is a medicine. It is intended to heal. And 
So for me, I really wanted to take that next step of healing and seeing some of the darkness in my life and past lives and be able to put some of the puzzle pieces together that I hadn't been able to before. And I had been going through a rough time over the last year, 16 months, 18 months. And I just thought that, you know, I've done so much work. I have really evolved and changed. I have been willing to get down and dirty with it and take a hard look at myself and, you know, work through the toxicity in my life and getting out of negative, unhealthy environments and relationships and places that I was living and these limiting beliefs I had for myself and the way I was judging myself and just all the the harshness that was in my life, the darkness that was really tearing me down. And I wanted to break through that and step out of it consciously with a little more awareness about who I was and, and why I do the things I do. And ayahuasca was amazing for that. And we had three ceremonies in three days and... Ayahuasca can show you really dark things and it can also also show you really beautiful light things. Just depends on what it is that you need to see and how the medicine works with you. And I did see a lot of darkness and I I saw a lot of the reasons I'm in pain and a lot of the stories that I've been believing or telling myself over the years that have kept me from, I think, really stepping into my greatness and succeeding the way I truly want. And things about my parents came up and my former relationship and the way I really needed to be held and communicated with and how in order to get out of this hell that I was living in, I had to own my voice and breathe. And so those were really powerful lessons that even in the darkest moments, all that it takes is one good breath. All that it takes is speaking my truth. And instead of reaching outside of myself for answers to all these things, what I learned in that weekend was that I have everything I need within myself. I have the strength and the power. I have the voice. I have the knowledge and the wherewithal to make everything happen. All I have to do is trust myself that I can get myself out of that darkness. And when I left that weekend, there were so many changes I felt, so many things that had happened. But the biggest change that I've noticed and that so many of my friends and family have noticed is just how much lighter I am. And it's continued to increase more and more to the point of the last two weeks are some of the happiest times I've ever had in my life because I feel this burden and this pain and this darkness has lifted out of my body and my heart. And I'm able to be fully present as me and not be so driven by fear and being scared of what's happening. I've really just sort of surrendered to what is and allow things to unfold and... I've been manifesting so many beautiful things into my life and I'm seeing them come almost out of thin air. And it's such a testament to the work I've done to create space 
for these things. And people, and my heart is so open. I feel like I've been blown wide open. And it's so exciting to see what's possible when you really just let go and let God or the universe or the angels do their work and bring to you what's meant for you. And I'm not saying that you say a prayer and you're always going to get what you want. You guys know that's definitely not the case for my life by any means. But what has happened is I still get what I need, even though it's not what I quote unquote want. It's not this beautiful thing in a package with a bow on it sometimes. It's still the lesson I need. It's still the relationship I need, the experience I need. And so in doing that for so long and being open, starting in 2019 with my intention of I surrender and then working through so many things in my personal life and in my work and letting go of a lot with so much love around it, it has allowed me to write down and journal and think about and pray about what I want in my life. And I feel like I am attracting and bringing in all of those things and those people to now go to that next level. And it feels really nice that I've been able to trust myself and believe in myself to a point where that's possible. And that's why I talk about journaling so much and really having a conversation with whoever you feel is guiding you. And when I write in my journal, I start it every day with Dear Universe. And the journal that I created for our community that so many people are using, it, it talks to the universe. It says, universe, show me, guide me, direct me. I turn this day over to you. And that's how I start every day. And if you take that time for yourself to get quiet and to really start having those conversations, you're going to bring in all the things that you want and need in your life. And eventually what happens is everything else that doesn't serve you, that doesn't fit into that space of gratitude and surrender and manifestation and self-care and self-love, it just starts falling away. You start realizing, I don't need that. I don't need this person. I don't need these things. I don't need this job. I don't need this scenario. And you start moving out of that space. And what happens is usually a lot of those relationships or environments have been toxic or dark or negative. And so you just start letting go of all this negativity. And then you start lifting and lifting and lifting. All of a sudden, you're in this like bright place that you probably never knew existed. And there's this feeling of freedom. There's this feeling of lightness in your body where you don't feel heavy and drawn down and I would always explain it like there was an elephant on my chest, like I couldn't breathe. And so as you get into this work more and more and you're trying to heal or you're trying to bring better things into your life, you don't need to go do ayahuasca to do that. If, if the medicine calls you, then by all means. But what you get to do is talk to yourself, talk to your guides, talk to God and ask for what you need and allow yourself to step into whatever that looks like. And if you need help with a journal, you can go to kellytenant.com slash journal. And I've talked a lot about what that whole journal entails, but it's prompts every day. 
And it's a really easy way to start implementing a daily routine into your life. And I highly recommend it. It's a beautiful practice and it has truly transformed the person that I am. Something I wanted to recap for you really quickly is our gather event that we had at Women's Space a few weeks ago on March 2nd. I guess that's a month ago now. But March 2nd, we gathered with about 40 women at Women's Space. And it was such a powerful event. I am blown away at how amazing it went. I've been to a lot of events in my life. And I've been to a lot of wellness events in the last year trying to figure out what this kind of space is. And it was by far one of the most intimate... Just... How do I describe it? Intimate, powerful, honest, real, just authentic connections that I've ever seen. And so often you get a bunch of strangers in a room and you really... It's a crapshoot. You don't know how it's going to go. And I do always have a little fear around that. And that's why my team is so amazing. And specifically, Carrie and Lena that day did such a beautiful job of welcoming people in and making sure they were taken care of and working with all of the different brands that we partnered with. And just all these women that were very new to this idea of gathering in a circle. And they made them feel so comfortable and welcome and and just seen and loved and all these things. And that's what everyone talked about afterwards. We got emails from people and I was able to chat with a bunch of women before we ended the day. And they just kept saying, this is such a beautiful event. And the fact that half the room was crying by the end because we were sharing such intimate details about our lives and things that we were letting go of and fears we had. And then all of the beautiful things we were calling in And to get a room of that many women together that don't know each other to go that deep that quickly in just a matter of a couple hours, that's really unheard of so often. And we we enter rooms and we have prejudgments and preconceived notions of what it's going to be like. And we look at someone and we say, oh, this, that, or the other about her. There was none of that this day. And I'm so proud to say that this is how our community operates. We just... We walk in and we we do what we need to do and we hold space for each other like bosses. And it is it's beautiful. So we are going to recreate this event on a bigger scale. And the beautiful thing about Gather is that Lisa had a chance to talk about all of her um, work moving from darkness to light and her psychic abilities and how she started talking to the angels and I talked a lot about my healing experience and what I had learned about slowing down in my life and just taking one step at a time and how important it is for me to be surrounded by women and just the journey I've had with women and bullying. And and now on the other side, my whole life is about serving women and helping them grow and be better. And then Paula wrapped things with a prompted guide for the day. So we were sitting in circle and just breathing together and talking about how we were stepping into our divine goddess and the queen in us, letting go of the princess mentality and becoming the queen of our lives. And it was just so magical. I can't even, (laughs) I can't even describe to you. I wish all of you had been there. 
That is my goal. So on that note, we are creating Ceremony Wellness Live. And it is going to be an all-day event. So think of what I just described about Gather times 10. So all day long in Los Angeles, I already have Dr. Lekos, my functional medicine doctor, and Marta Sofer from Surya Spa, my Ayurvedic doctor, as confirmed guest. Stephanie Donna Elizabeth from the Girl Kind podcast is coming. She is going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear her speak. My dear friend, Tiffany Louise, who has a book out right now called This Year I Will, will be joining us. And my dear friends, Laura Holloway and Moni Kazans will also be speaking and they are so powerful. They bring that spiritual psychology background and are two of my mentors and dearest friends. And we'll have a movement portion with my trainer and dear friend, Ryan Hodge. And we're going to be working in so many conversations about healing, as well as how to step into your goddess and how to incorporate functional medicine and Ayurveda into the picture and how I have evolved and grown and worked through all these different steps of healing And it's just going to be so cool, you guys. That's really just all I can say. It's going to be so cool. So if you want to get your tickets now, we are going to be opening this up on April 1st to get your tickets. So on April 1st, you can go to kellytenant.com slash live and get your ticket. If you are just really feeling this and you want to be the first one to get your ticket and you don't want to wait until April 1st, I feel you. So you can email me at kelly at kellytenant.com and let me know. And I will make sure that you get a ticket or on the list. And we will actually be working with a few different ambassadors who want to come to the event as well as bring their friends. So if you're interested in doing something like that and partnering with us and getting a free ticket for yourself, Email me, kelly at kellytenant.com and let me know and we will get you all hooked up. But I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I can't believe that I get to spend an entire day with all the people I love most and teach you guys all the things and hug you and hold you and probably cry with you and just be silly and just all the amazingness. So something that I got some questions about and it was so beautiful, such a great question. How to honor your feelings and your pain, but work through the depression and anxiety that you are experiencing. This is so good. So this can be many layers. Here's how I feel about this and what I've done in my own life. Because I have dealt with a lot of depression and anxiety at different times of my life. And I really believe in seasons. So for example, I'm coming out of a really tough season of my life and parting ways with my partner and letting go of a relationship and um, shedding a lot of still toxic beliefs about myself and fears and um, just some experiences that were really hard. And that took me to a really dark place where I felt a lot of anxiety and pain. And it it was definitely, it was, it was scary. And there were days where 
I let it get the best of me. And I didn't want to get out of bed or off the couch. I didn't want to work. And I was just so sad. And I was just crying and crying and crying and on the floor crying and on the couch crying. And man, that stuff's not easy. And sometimes it feels like we just give into it and it's going to take over the the whole world and and we're never going to get out of it. It's just so dark. But what I've learned is that tomorrow's always a new day. And one of the best things that I've done for myself is when I get into that place, I just remember that I get to go to sleep tonight and I get to wake up and tomorrow's a brand new day. And hopefully the sun is shining um, and luckily, I live in LA, so that's usually the case. The sun is shining. I can take a shower. I can get rid of all of that energy. I can sage myself, and I can make a decision to have a good day and to let go. And that's not always going to happen. I mean, you guys probably saw on my Instagram. I had quite a few days where I wasn't doing well, and I posted pictures about it and talked about it and. I got so many messages from people that had gone through the same thing where they're just like going through a tough season. You have to... No, you don't have to do anything. You get to show yourself grace. You get to be easy with yourself and love yourself even through those moments. And remember that it's not always going to be that dark. And we get to make choices to make our lives better and to heal ourselves. We are our own healers. No one else is here to save you, rescue you, heal you, fix you. You are here to grow and help yourself. And there are people like me who want to give you the tools and to help you remember what your power is or your voice is. But at the end of the day, you have that power. And in letting go of a need to ask for other people to validate you, you get to take it within yourself and you get to be in control of what that looks like, which is amazing. So in this process, this is why I think journaling is so powerful, you guys. When you are honoring your feelings and your pain, if you're writing it down, you can even burn it. Not that I want you to burn my journal, (laughs) but if you feel like you need to burn my journal, Go for it. Tear that page out that is full of darkness and burn it and let it go. Get in that routine of letting things go. You don't have to live with it. You don't have to reread that page. Oh, how sad I was that day and how painful this experience was and this happened to me and that happened to me. No, write it down, get it out, and then let it go. And then what you'll see is that you'll start moving out of that darkness. If I look at my journal at the end of December when I was going through something really painful and traumatic in my life to where it is now, it's night and day. I had to get out all that pain and sadness and that experience in order to move into the light. And you can even do things... I was just telling someone this the other day. You can journal one page of all the dark feelings that you have, the anxiety you have, the monkey mind, all the things you have to get off your heart. And then on the other page... Let it be light. Let it be really beautiful and the things you are grateful for and that you want to bring into your life. And who is that woman or man in five years from now that you want to be? Embody that person now. Write as if you are that person. So if you write now as an example, you I would write, 
as if it's me at 36 years old. So I am in a partnership that is, you know, we're co-creating and we live in a beautiful home and we have two children and I am running my own media company and my podcast is top charts on iTunes and I am in incredible shape and I'm able to work out 6 days a week without any issues. So you see, I am seeing who I want to be in 5 years. And the more you write that out, the more you begin to embody that person. And it tricks your mind into thinking you are that person. So then you get out of that negative, dark headspace immediately. And it's really beautiful practice. And it's something that I think can help so many of us get out of the funk that we are in. Because it can really just feel like a funk and you're stuck. And you you just think, how can I get out of this? Embody the man or the woman that you want to be now and talk about it and live it and breathe it and think about it and it will come to you. This is another great question that I actually am... I addressed in Monday's show with Tiffany Louise and she's the best. I love the way she addressed this, but I wanted to address it a little more myself. Someone asked how you can forgive yourself after wronging someone and letting that pain go. So we've all done things to people that we wish we hadn't. We've all hurt people at some point or another. And it really sucks. I hate upsetting people. I hate feeling like I did something wrong to someone. But I believe everything happens for a reason. And there's always a lesson in it for you and for that person. And holding on to shame or guilt never helps anybody. You holding on to shame or guilt if you've done something to someone else doesn't serve anybody. How does it make the situation better? It probably is causing you to not sleep. It's impacting your health. Your anxiety is through the roof. You feel bad about yourself. What good does that do? And then on the flip flip side, that person may have already gotten over it, yet you're still carrying that negative energy. So it could still be affecting them, especially if they're still in your day-to-day life. Or they could be upset about it and you're upset about it and it's just making it worse. How is anyone ever supposed to forgive you if you don't forgive yourself? And this goes back to the grace conversation. Show yourself grace even when you do something wrong. Forgiveness is one of the most powerful things we can do for ourselves and for others. And there are so many different prayers around forgiveness that I've been learning over the last year about forgiving yourself, forgiving other people, forgiving the world, whatever it looks like for you. But forgiveness sets you free, plain and simple. I had this experience. I believe that anger and fear and grudges we we carry in our back. And so a lot of back pain is correlated to fear and not forgiving people. And I worked with this healer. I think I've talked about this on the show before, but Howard Wills, who does energy work and releasing around forgiveness. And so if you have some some pain, he helps you work it out of your body. And the way we did it, he asked me, where is your, where's your pain? And I said, it's in my low back. And he said, who haven't you forgiven? And I said, my ex-fiance. And he said, what is it that you need to do to forgive him? Like, let's talk through the scenario. And so we talked through it. And I was able to forgive him. And my back pain went away. And I, my back hasn't gone out in over a year now. 
It's so powerful. And that may not specifically resonate with you, but just bear with me in the idea of forgiving yourself and forgiving other people because what good does it do? Holding a grudge does nothing for anyone. It just puts more stress on you. Let that shit go. Let that shit go. Be kinder to yourself. And in turn, you'll be kinder to others, especially if they do you wrong. Couple of the things that I wanted to share with you are shows that I have been listening to and loving. So, one of the shows I've been posting about quite a bit, and it's funny because I came out of working with so many men in sports that I've been diving into women's podcasts and healing and all of that so much. And that's all great. I I love all the women that I'm surrounded by. It's so inspiring. But I have recently been incorporating more men into my life, whether they're healers or podcasters or just, you know, voices in this space and seeing what these men bring to the table and how the masculine and the feminine merge together for all of us to heal. And the examples that these guys are setting in who they are, the way they show up in the world, the conversations they're having, the vulnerability that they share. And I just think it's really beautiful. And I met a few of those men when I was on my retreat in Santa Cruz. And one of them has become a mentor and a healer for me here in Los Angeles. And he's actually going to come on the show. His name is Malcolm E.M. Cross. And oh, I love this guy so much. He is just next level. So I can't wait to share him with you on the show and talk about our experiences together. But another person is Connor Moore, who hosts The Realness Podcast. And he just has such an amazing perspective on life. I love the conversations that he's having on his show. And he's a dating coach and a lifestyle design coach. And he hosts retreats. Um, He's having a retreat in Costa Rica in May. And I just wanted to share him with you because I think that in wellness, there's a lot of great female voices. And I do talk about those women a lot. But I also want to give credit and love to people that are having the important conversations and doing the difficult work so that we can all be better and know more and have access to all of this information. So make sure you go and check out The Realness with Connor and his website is getTheRealness.com. And you can check out how you can work with him in a variety of ways. But he is a great guy that I highly recommend. And the other person is my dear friend, Ariel. Her new show and podcast is called Soul Moments with Ariel Corey. And we're going to have her as a special guest for my healing program in a few weeks. So if you're signed up for that and taking our course right now, you're going to get a special chat with Ariel. But Ariel is someone who I am so inspired by and just amazed at everything that she has been been through in her life and the way she perseveres. So she has chronic Lyme disease and has dealt with extreme pain and anxiety and an eating disorder. And she just has been through a lot. 
and I'm so impressed at the the woman that she is and and the growth that she's going through and the way she's sharing that with the world and no longer willing to dim her light. She is shining so, so hard. She's also an intuitive mentor and she helps you reclaim your power and rise. She does these amazing intuitive oracle card readings. And yeah, her show Soul Moments with Ariel Corey is so good. She's done a handful of episodes now. They're so raw and real. And if you are dealing with any type of chronic illness or are in need of some inspiration and some healing words from a woman with the greatest voice I've ever heard in my life, I highly recommend you listen to her show and sign up to work with her and get a card reading. It's unlike anything else. And she puts all of her heart and soul into this. And I'm so, so proud of her. And I'm so grateful that we are friends. And I'll actually be spending a week with her in Denver with Stephanie Don Elizabeth and Emily in June. And we're going to be working on our books and magic and all the fun things. So check both Connor and Ariel out and let them know I sent you and give them some love. They're two of my favorite people. That is it for my solo episode. I wanted to come in here and share with you about everything that's been going on and where we're going. And I'm just really thrilled to share Ceremony Wellness with you finally. This has been a long time coming and I'm thrilled with the way that it turned out. And I'm so proud of my team for all of their hard work and everything they've done to make this happen. Kristen, Carrie, Lena, Michelle, Chelsea, Megan, and Danny um, have just done so much hard work to make my dreams a reality and our dreams collectively as a team. And I'm just really proud to be with you guys. So we are going to have another amazing conversation for you here on Ceremony Wellness in just a few days. But in the meantime, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for being here with me and spending time. We'll see you soon.